Hey, Alliance Church, I just want to touch base again, share one of these bi-weekly uh, touchpoint videos. Uh, my purpose again in these videos is to be hopefully a voice of peace uh, in the midst of kind of some of the, the chaos and fear uh, that's going around at our times. And so uh, today what I want to do is look at a passage of scripture and just see uh, a challenge that Jesus lays out to us as believers, uh, and then we'll kind of go from there. Uh, so I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 6, a pretty familiar passage, uh, if you guys want to read along with me. Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 25. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, Will he not much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough troubles of its own. So what we find in that passage is a couple challenges from Jesus that are pretty applicable to where we are today. In verse 27, he says, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Look, everywhere we turn right now, church, we're being told that we should worry. We're being told that fear should drive us. And yet what we find here in the words of Jesus is him saying, your heavenly father knows the things that you need and he is a good father who can be trusted. Don't give in to worry. The number of Facebook posts and tweets and headlines that are fear-driven is overwhelming. It gets attention, it's clickbait, it's marketing. They know how to use these things to get our attention. But we as believers are called not to give in to fear, not to give in to worry. He says at the end in this passage, in verse 34, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough troubles of its own. I'm not supposed to worry about tomorrow or next week or next month or what this summer looks like. I'm called to focus on today, to deal with the issues at hand today in a loving, careful, prayerful way. Right before that in verse 33, he says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. What fear and worry do is cause us to draw back in on ourselves. We begin to hoard. We begin to shut ourselves off. We begin to look suspiciously at all of those around us. But what Jesus is calling us to do is to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. His kingdom is about loving God and loving people. So instead of walking through life suspicious, uh, greedy and hoarding, and do we have enough toilet paper to last us till kingdom come? Instead going, I wonder if our neighbors have enough. Here's the one thing I know that your neighbors don't have enough of, hope. 
Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. His kingdom is a kingdom of light, a kingdom of hope, a kingdom of peace that we're supposed to seek after above and before anything else, not just for our own gain, but so that we can share his kingdom with those around us, with neighbors, with coworkers, with Facebook friends and Twitter followers. How are we sharing hope? I want to challenge you, church. Don't give in to the temptation to respond like the world does with snarky, pessimistic Facebook posts or quotes with rants uh, that make you feel better and kind of make you feel like a part of the group. Fight that urge. Seek first his kingdom and go, how would a person of light post this? How would a person of hope and peace respond to that issue? How would a person of hope and peace respond to their neighbor, maybe even go out of their way to establish relationship with their neighbor in this time. We are called to be people of salt and light. You're going to hear me say those again and again and again, light in darkness. May we not respond with fear and worry, but with faith that our heavenly father knows our needs is able and willing to provide. And that our job is to seek his kingdom and his righteousness in our lives and to spread that to those around us. May we be salt and light, church. God bless you this week.